0: You are listening to A&R Podcast. This is episode 11, and on today's episode, we'll be talking about Invincible, the TV show. We'll be talking about the Loki trailer, and we'll talk about FanFest, Hasbro's FanFest, on April 9th. So let's get started. Welcome, everybody, to another episode. I am so happy that you're joining us today, and we have an exciting and fun show, so let's get started. But before I do, i got to introduce my co-hosts. So, D, how you doing, buddy?
1: Long week, but I'm good now. Hope you are, too.
0: Nice to hear you. And my other co-host, Chris.
2: Hello, hello. I'm so good. Hello, hello to you, sir. <laughs> how are you guys?
0: Good, good, good. Uh, Unfortunately, our other brethren, Telford, cannot join us today, but hopefully he will hop in next week. So, gentlemen, we've got a great show today. We are talking about Invincible, Uh, we're talking about Loki trailer, and FanFest. But before we do get started, I do want to mention a fan who reached out to us through Instagram, says he loves listening to our podcast and has been entertained and informed which is two things I love to hear because that's what we're all about and is going to start up his Marvel legends X-Men collection. So Sean, uh, thank you for listening to us. We appreciate it. And anytime you guys send us messages on our Instagram at astonishing or our other outlets, we will definitely give you a shout out and thank you for listening. So uh, before we get going and talk about our juicy topics, we'll go around the digital round table here. And talk about what we got and what we watched. So, D, take it away.
1: I watched Godzilla vs. King Kong. I don't even remember the title now. I was just in a <laughs> trance. I was like, alright, two monsters duking it out. Sweet.
0: What would you think of it?
1: Five, two monsters duking it out. Sweet. That's, that's my story. <laughs> <free. laughs> I can't be bothered with plots. With, with, with ridiculous things like stories or character building. No, it was, it was pretty fun. It was a fun ride. Did you guys get a chance to watch it?
2: No. Oh
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. I watched it right away. Yeah. I did you like it? Right it? Away. I um. Yeah. You know what? It was good, but it, it was. I don't know. It just there was no storyline. It was just kind of ridiculous. Some of the stuff. Yeah, like,
1: that's what I mean. Like, <laughs> did you like the fights? The stuff,
0: yeah, the fights. Were, the CGI and you know the the way they set up the fights were pretty cool. I enjoyed it. It was good in terms of turning off my brain and just having a good time and escaping the world yes it did its job it served its purpose yeah Uh, was it a great you know script and you know good story no it's just all over the place but (laughs) i mean that's what what do you expect right i mean you see two monsters are you going to expect to see you know some oscar winning writing in there no right so they worked with what they had criticizing
1: yeah and then (laughs) you can't
0: criticize too much about it
1: yeah Get delivered on what I promised. <laughs> and Then what I got was I didn't really get anything fun. I bought that Marvel Legends Mor- Miles Morales, and I'm gonna use him for pieces to make a custom.
0: Nice. I wish you told me. I have like five of them. That's okay. I'll
1: need I'll need uh, some more sooner or later. <laughs> why do you have okay, so much? Well, let me
0: know. I why have do you have so many? <laughs> um, my son wanted one, so I ordered one. But I realized I ordered two by accident, mm-hmm. and then. I stopped that, uh, and then EB Games i apparently had asked like three different EB Games to pre-order for me, and all three of them came through. Oh yeah, <laughs> and then
1: <laughs> I've done that, and then I always feel bad canceling, yeah. so I'm just like,
0: oh, okay, I'll buy this, and I'll yeah. f-
1: find a use for it somewhere else.
0: And then one day I was walking at Walmart, and they had it there, and this is before EB Games called me, so I'm like, well, I don't want to take chances here. I might as well grab this one and then as soon as i grab it literally the next day i get a call from all the stores that they're there it's like why can't you guys call me 24 hours before this (laughs) so yeah my son has one i have one um i have one sealed like i always put one to stock and then i have a couple sitting around somewhere here
1: better safe than sorry
0: yes anyways what else did you get
1: that's all i can think of uh anything else i ordered is probably stuck in limbo or transit somewhere and I forgot about it. So when it you arrives on my door I'll be happy.
0: You didn't get any NECA stuff?
1: Oh, does it count? Someone forced those upon me. <laughs> oh,
0: yes. I didn't I didn't whoa, whoa. hunt for oh, them, okay. but hold on, hold on. it's still counts. You forced upon anything. I I
1: I was I, I actually posted this like in a turtle group. I was like, oh, I was very thankful for this. I didn't wanna I didn't wanna embarrass you or give you an ego or anything but I did praise you elsewhere. I just didn't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he did this no, in no, a calculated no, I, way where he gave me all the side characters so now I'll be forced <laughs> to the, the turtles.
0: Well, the fans who are listening, they would like to hear what you got. So if you want to just indulge us and let us I know. I
1: got Leatherhead and Slash, Krang awesome. and Shredder, the Casey 2-pack, and the April 2-pack. But I'm still missing the four brothers. So every time I look at all of those two packs, I'm going to be like, I need those four turtles. And that's exactly what Elvin was planning on because I told him I'd never get the Toon Turtles. <laughs> but now I have to. So well done. Well, and I, I do appreciate it.
0: with well, luck would just happen to happen, that they're releasing the four turtles, right? In yeah. the four pack. I mean, that's awesome. I mean, you also got Bebop and Rocksteady, which is very oh, yeah. hard to find. And that is going up in price quickly so yeah you've got all of them right you don't hopefully they'll the be you're
1: easy to find here i always say that and then they turn out to be easy maybe metalhead wasn't i did get him but i haven't seen him around lately so maybe i should go what pre-order about, the fort back uh, somewhere krang.
0: krang with the big body oh i have,
1: I haven't seen krang at all but metalhead i got krang i probably won't find
0: was, was i'll find he him available sooner later. At, was he available everywhere
1: I'm not sure I'll find out tomorrow I'll do some digging now look what you made me do what I said I wouldn't do (laughs) leave it to Elvin well yeah
0: yes anything else
1: no I think I think that's it until I (laughs) until I trip over something in the middle of the night
2: like oh that's what I that's what that was
0: (laughs) all right Chris what did you get and what did you watch
2: uh it was a very small week i ended up tracking down the nun from NECA. you probably haven't watched it so i won't ask you about it but uh there's no
0: way you're gonna get me to watch that
2: (laughs) you know it was such a good movie you know i didn't watch it when it first came out and people were saying how it was
0: terrible i'll take your word for it i'll take your word for it
2: But it was actually good. I enjoyed it. Um, It's part of the Conjuring series, and I wish I got it when it first came out. But thankfully, I was able to track one down, and I got it today. And it's a pretty cool-looking figure. You know, it's a demon nun. Who doesn't want one of those in their collections? I sure don't. (laughs) You sure need one. And... (laughs) And for what I watched, I've been watching a few things. I did watch Invincible, which I can't wait to talk about. I watched on Netflix High Score. Have you guys watched that yet?
1: Is that a yeah, documentary? It.
2: Uh, it was yeah. so good. It's so cool learning <laughs> about, like, because i was born in 83 we grew up with uh, console systems we had nintendo we had sega genesis and to see the development of games from then till now you know when you think about it oh wait no 35 years is quite a lot never mind we'll skip that
0: <laughs> but I, I think we'll probably do an episode <laughs> talking about 80s stuff I think that'd be pretty cool to talk about '80s toys and games and movies. Oh yes. So we'll probably do an we'll do a special '80s episode.
2: I'll crimp what my hair. <laughs>
0: we'll dress up as '80s people too. <laughs> we'll get the neon clothes out.
1: I barely remember the '80s, so I'll, I'll, I'll give my like oh, my. Oh, like, well, you're a youngin'
0: compared to us too, so. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'll give my like baby perspective on it because I do remember some stuff. So I, I'm well, excited to see where the difference
0: well, you can is. We'll definitely in the... talk about the '90s when we get into the '90s. Yeah. The yeah. '90s follow follow up episode. <laughs> so all right, cool. Um, anything else?
2: Uh oh, and I watched Mannequin. If you don't know what movie that is, go watch it. It's from '87. It's really good. It's cheesy, campy '80s romantic film. Go watch it.
0: Oh, romantic. Okay. Yeah. Interesting.
2: There's okay. no Blood or gore? I'll give it a try. No. Surprisingly, it's about this guy who creates this mannequin that comes to life only in front of him. And they create these crazy window details. It's... You just gotta go watch it.
1: I think I might have seen it, it right? but
2: I'll give it a try. I'm always no, down for new stuff. It's not on Netflix, but uh, if you want to borrow it, I can lend it to you because there's part one and two. Part two is surprisingly too cheesy for me to watch but uh it's definitely one of my top five 80s movies yeah
0: that's saying a lot because there's a lot of good movies in the 80s and we'll get into that in that special episode yes okay (laughs) all right uh for myself i had myself a good week all the way up to today today was a good day um what i got was i ended up getting uh, the SPD Pink Ranger from Hasbro, uh, the Lost Galaxy Red Ranger from Hasbro, Dino Thunder Blue Ranger, the Zeo Green Ranger, and i happen to get two of those because we're going to actually review uh, the Zeo Green Ranger in one of our YouTube videos soon, so make sure you guys who are listening to check out our YouTube channel, uh, we will definitely be reviewing that figure. I got from the Kingdoms uh, World Cybertron Kingdom series, I got Ultra Magnus three times over. Don't ask. Um, <laughs> Kingdom line, um, I got the Voyager Dinobot, Cheetor, Air Huffer, Inferno. Got those guys. And I also got uh, the SDCC uh, Mesco Moon Knight Special Edition got that guy. I also got uh, Nick Fury from SH Figure Arts and today just this morning, I we posted it up on our Instagram, I got the five pack Thanos and the Children of Thanos from Marvel Legend. I'm so stoked. We're going to do a review on that f- uh, whole set so I'm really excited for, to do that. And what did I watch? Well, I watched Invincible, obviously. Um, it's a regular thing for me to do that. And We also watched our Winter Soldier uh, and Falcon which we have our special episode. Make sure you guys check that out, our bonus episodes on that. And I watched uh, Godzilla versus King Kong, which we talked about just earlier. And yeah, that was pretty much what I watched. I'm looking forward to April. There's a lot of good stuff to watch in April and uh, May as well. It's ramping up to be a very busy. And um, I feel like all the streaming platforms are battling each other Uh, this next two months for viewers because there's a lot of stuff coming out Mm -hmm. as they should be oh yeah but I just funny to find april and may to be the combative months right so just interesting to see that um all right so let's uh get into our first topic our first topic today is the amazon sensation invincible if you haven't seen it i don't know why not we've been talking about it you definitely (laughs) need to check it out Uh, If you haven't seen it, by the way, you need to stop the recording or or listening to our podcast right now because we're going to be talking about all kinds of spoilers. So, if you haven't seen it, stop, go watch it, and then come back and listen to our take on it. So, just a fair warning right now. Let's begin. All right, D. uh, So, episode four dropped last week. Uh, What are your thoughts? We talked about the first couple of episodes. What do you think about episode four and so far, how the show is going?
1: it felt like filler but at the same time it still was action-packed enough that i wasn't bored and even though i call it filler it's expected like there's going to be some information some episodes where information just has to be passed like Mm -hmm. you have to do character development you have to do storytelling so what's interesting now is if you guys have been watching you know omni-man isn't the perfect superhero he claims to be and he It'll got a little murdery in <laughs> the yeah, first three episodes. <laughs> a
0: murdery, just a little.
1: <laughs> just a tad. And now everyone's suspecting it's him, but they don't outright say it. So now there's a game of cat and mouse and, and Omni-Man's going around threatening people, but not outright admitting he did anything. You get to see his tempers flaring a, a little, little bit. bit. So that's, that's always fun to me be, because he's unpredictable. What I liked about the comic is... You can never predict who would die or who would act out and lash out and it seems like the show is doing the same thing like it's keeping you on the edge of your seat and at this point the episode has steered away from the comics a little bit more it's still the same storyline but it's not like anyone who read the comics can predict what happens so that's good for me i didn't want a, a shot for a shot I, I, retelling are you of the happy book.
0: let me ask you a question are you happy that they have veered away from the comics
1: yeah, I'm happy because I don't wanna I don't wanna predict too much, you know? Like what I don't wanna we, be one of those those guys who like up oh, this is if, gonna happen next episode.
0: What if they remove some of the things that are pivotal in the comics? Would you still be okay with that?
1: Depends what they remove. Like for example, some people are supposed to have siblings and if they just outright skip that, then I'd be bothered, but uh, some people are supposed to die.
0: Okay, well, without giving that, away, without well, yeah, I'm not going to give the... it away. Of course, <laughs> like you know, the show is <laughs> we, killing We don't people. know what the. F- yeah. Well. Yeah.
1: So I'm First, not going to say I who. Think... I'm not yeah, saying. I'm think... not even saying if it's the main <laughs> character who died, but if they... <laughs> I, I did.
0: I did read ahead a little bit, so I oh, don't know you? what's coming, and I'm. Well, what's basically has been done in the comics, so I'm wondering if this is going to happen because this is going to change the whole thing, right? Yeah. It's it's gonna be very interesting what's gonna if they continue this path, and follow the comic line a little bit because that's a huge moment. There's a big moment coming up, right? So
1: yeah, and if it is a big moment, will it remain a big moment in this show? Yeah. So so I'm excited see. to see, like either way, even if I'm disappointed, I'll still be excited that I got to take this journey, and watch it and see like. Okay, why did they change this? Could they have done something different? Was this change necessary? Like, I want to dissect it still. Yeah. So either way, I'm I'll be happy.
0: Do you think it has legs to go maybe two or three seasons in, or do you think they're gonna, gonna need to? TV?
1: There's, there's no way they can tell this. Like, the thing about Invincible is it it's is a, a story of- about him from his teenage life to his adulthood. So if they cut that off at one point, like I I don't know, I feel unsatisfied if they don't finish the story. Yeah because the comic did have an ending so we'll see yeah
0: chris what did you think of it i mean you haven't read the comics so you have no idea you didn't even watch it until we told you to watch it (laughs) and now that you have what are your thoughts from and you could start from the episode one if you'd like what are your thoughts overall uh
2: you know i i wasn't not gonna watch it uh i just force myself because you threatened me to watch it. <laughs> um I I did not do that.
1: <laughs> did you oh, fall in and go the phone? Yeah. Don't watch this. I swear.
0: <laughs> I will find you. <laughs> Sorry, Chris. No, go ahead. Liam Mason now or something. Uh
2: but anyways, this is a pretty intense cartoon. You know, I I liked the way it started. It almost started like it was a real movie, just the two guys security talking and then the action picks up and it's like, what's going on? It's all new to me. So I'm not sure what's going to happen. What's, you know, where are things going to go? And You know, learning about these heroes, it's funny because every hero that was introduced in that beginning episode, it's just like, okay, this one's like Wonder Woman. This one's like so-and-so. So So at that point, I was thinking, okay, so it's kind of going to be a knockoff, but just different names, different looking characters. But as the episode progressed, it was, okay, I'm intrigued you know it's completely different and i was not expecting it to be as good as i thought it'd be does that make sense
0: (laughs) yeah no absolutely because you know you you're basically echoing what a lot of other people have mentioned to me when i told them to go watch it is they watched the first five minutes and they're like really do i need to continue i'm like, just watch just watch get through the first episode yeah and once the episode one ended my phone oh. blew up with all the people that i told because they're like this is amazing <laughs> this is insane and we all know where we're ta- you know this is a spoiler zone so we're gonna mention it but that episode ending and uh, sorry episode one ending that was insane where he just goes on a killing spree and just destroys everybody and lays to waste the whole society right i almost
2: cried when he was squeezing red brush oh my god
0: oh yes oh With, red, rush. Uh, red rush yeah
2: oh i was like no stop why are you doing this and then it just happened and I'm just like, but I like these characters and I only knew them for five minutes. Like, why are they dying already? I want to know who they are. I want to see more from them, but I guess that's not going to (laughs) happen.
0: Well, that's the crazy part about this is because you thought that these guys were going to fight him and, you know, actually put up a fight or something's going to happen where they become arch enemies and all of a sudden it's just like, nope, they're all dead. (laughs) You know, it's just like, okay now i mean reading the comic books we know some things up that we're not going to mention to you chris but mm-hmm. it it's uh it was pretty uh, pretty crazy how it I, and I think because of how it ended episode one it hooked people to continue on to episode two and three mm-hmm. um I, I don't know if if we had an ending like that if we didn't have an ending like that i don't think it would have hooked as many people to continue following this series, so I give kudos to, you know, them for ending episode like uh, episode one like that because I think it hooked more people onto the show and made it a phenomenon, which it is right now. And I mean, it's been talk, it's been people are talking about this all over the place, right? So
2: yeah, and can I just add something? The one thing that I really liked about the show after the opening sequence you know, we find out that he's gonna get powers, and he's wanting it, and then he gets the powers, and I love the whole part of him just learning how to use it, you know, and other shows like the X-Men, you know, they have powers, and they already know how to control them, and, you know, it was kind of cool to see that character development, and also the change in the father, It, it you know, as soon as his son got the powers, he started acting all weird, and I'm just like, what's going on? Why isn't he proud of his son? Um, the only one thing that I would say is I don't like how he always looks like the father's eyes are peeled. He always looks shocked. He doesn't blink. Yeah. It's just weird for me. Because um, he has those like beady little pupils. <laughs> Probably, but uh it it was so great. And then, you know, I had to search a little more about Invincible because I like to know what I'm talking about. And when the cast came up, I was just like, what an amazing voice cast this cartoon has. It's just like everyone in here, Zazie Beats, uh, Mark oh, Hamill, yeah. Sandra O, oh, Seth Rogan. It's I'm just like okay. I love it even more because I think they casted it very well, in my opinion.
0: Well, how about J.K. Simmons?
1: Yeah, I can't sure. picture anyone else voicing him now.
0: Like <laughs> so he nailed it. In my I I absolutely love this actor. I think he's awesome. You know, he, he's in the in the show that it was on for two seasons, Cal counterpart. And if you guys haven't seen that TV show, it's a sci-fi um, show. But it's an espionage sci-fi, if I can word it that way. But it's a definite watch. It's only lasted two seasons, but it's so trippy. It's such a good show to watch. And how about Steven Young, right? I mean, he was phenomenal in Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. And I actually cried a lot when he, you know, got killed off in that show, because he was such a good character. Yeah, uh, and he did a, such a great job of you know portraying that character. So I'm happy to see that he is, you know center and you know front and center in this show so i love seeing that but uh, yeah mark camels as he beats like you said um i don't know how to pronounce this guy's last name but jason man oh manzookas man i love him <laughs> i love him i love him on um
1: oh you should check out how did this get made it's him and um june diane and i forgot his other name he was in The League. He's Andre in The League, if you've ever seen that. they just Yeah, yeah. The League. Yeah. I
0: love that show. It's all centered on fantasy football. That's all it is. Yeah, yeah.
1: But any any show that he's in, I like. And at first, I'm always like, can he pull this voice off? And then he does. Like, well, that was a silly thing of me <laughs> to think. Why did I even question that?
0: And then he's also in Brooklyn Nine-Nine as well.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and he's in, uh, I recently finished DuckTales, and he is Steelbeak in that. So I was like, oh man, this guy's just getting the work and I love it. He he worked, he worked hard though. Like I'm glad he's getting success and I'm glad his name is getting out there and I'm glad his name shows up in this show now.
2: So I'm happy.
0: And uh, how can we forget Sandra and Seth? Good old Canadian actors, right? So oh, yeah,
2: mm-hmm.
0: Seth being from Vancouver and Sandra from Ottawa. So yeah, it's a fun-filled cast. It's amazon went all out and got the proper voices i think that i i can't see a lot of these guys uh not being these characters like like you said jk simmons omni man yes locked in anybody else no i can't see it anymore well he it's did like... so
2: good because he just has that voice you know every time i yep. see him i think of him as j jonah jameson and spider-man spider-man but... man! yeah <laughs> <laughs> but he did it so well he like softened his voice but also made it powerful at the same time that was awesome
0: well it's it's about time he gets you know his due for being a, such a great actor he's always been under the radar in my opinion and i see now that people are starting to recognize who he is because of jj and then you know now with um, omni man here but you know, he he's a phenomenal actor and Yeah, like you said, like like I said, if you watch Counterpart, uh, which I implore people to watch, you will see um, there's a doppelganger of him in the show. You will see him act like two different J.K. Simmons would act like. It's just two different total characters, but he pulls it off, and it's insane to watch that
2: because the mannerisms he
0: he, he, yeah he perfects the mannerisms for one, and it's a total different mannerism for another person and he just pulls it off and it's just insane to see him do that and uh, how talented he is it's just ridiculous so yeah I mean hats off to Amazon for getting the right people to do this mm-hmm. show even though their actual face is not on the show there's a lot to do with the voice right it has to be just right to make that character really stand out and him his voice in Omni-Man perfect it stands out excellent love it um yeah was there anything else you guys wanted to add in invincible well
1: i mainly talked about the beginning but like the action when they got to mars what did you guys think about that like i as chris mentioned there's a lot of characters who seem like carbon copies of like the justice league for example but i they're they're self-aware so i'm not that judgmental about it like they know like it's a parody like these guys are clearly parodies yeah and they worked with what they had so when they got to Mars, the um, the main threat were called the uh, sequids, which is which are basically starros. But to see oh, them God. in action, like at the end of the episode, like reading them on paper versus seeing how they actually move, I was like, okay, I can see why these guys are dangerous. So, I was I was really happy seeing them on screen. I was happy to see that Mars episode on screen. It was pretty funny to see Mark interact with more alien species now and just how like calm he is about everything and how in a way ignorant he's like oh by the way i'm half filtriment do you know what those are and like yes of course we do we're not stupid like but his world is so small
0: yeah
1: now that he's branching out he's learning that the universe is a big place and i'm curious to see how many others planets and species they bring into the show from the comics so i'm excited about that Mm -hmm. mars was the first step so i'm excited to see where they go from there
0: yeah yeah i i I hope that they you know continue the the path that they're going in because it's, it's it's amazing it's awesome i look forward to it it's a shame that we don't get it all at once, <laughs> like Netflix. I actually. know, four episodes? You know, I, we, we, get, we get spoiled with Netflix. Seriously, yeah. we get spoiled.
1: <laughs> I would have been finished with it by now, though, so I don't know if that's a good thing.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I I would be fine with it. Finish it. I'm good. On to the next. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> April, like you talked about, it, April and May is going to be a blockbuster of stuff coming out. Uh, we'll, we're going to actually you know, touch on some of this superhero genre on our next episode dive into it more but uh, yeah I I think uh, we uh, covered Invincible pretty well and for those of you who haven't checked it out honestly this is not like you know Saturday morning cartoon this is blood (laughs) violence this is an adult cartoon this is not for kids I do not recommend watching this with kids (laughs) you're just going to probably traumatize them if you do I would definitely just watch it adult viewing this is um, absolute must the the conflicts the violence the you know the relationships they have in there it's it's really good definitely worth checking out and we'll continue talking about it every week as the episodes progress all right okay let's uh talk about our you know our favorite uh god of mischief <laughs> loki so they dropped the trailer on us, uh, which you guys, anyone who's listening, can see it on our Instagram at astonishing nr. You can check out our Loki trailer that you just dropped a couple of days ago. Was it a couple of days ago or just yesterday? Couple it, days. I think it was yesterday, right? Okay, maybe so two a couple of days ago. Yeah, yeah, definitely a new trailer, which gives us a lot more things to look at, some more juicy details oh, about so what she's gonna be doing. Uh, D, did you get a chance to see the trailer? i did
1: um so if you know me i like to surprise myself so i don't i don't watch trailers but i I have been ever since like we started doing this podcast which i'm fine with like this doesn't bother me but i didn't go into like investigation mode where i like stop every second what's that what's behind that rock there like i just watched it as a normal person watching it and i was like what is going on here Oh, there's uh, Owen Wilson. Okay, there's a familiar face. <laughs> but then it pulled me back in with just the chaos, and I loved absolutely every second of it. Like, I'm excited. I liked Loki for who he was as a character, but I couldn't picture them making an entire series about him because he's still kind of a jerk. Like, he's, he's a villain, really. <laughs> he, he's had some, like, nice moments, but whenever they make, like, a, a, a movie-centric villain movie... I was like, okay, how, how are you going to make me like him? Aside from him being charming. Like, I have to root for you. And they managed to do it in the trailer, so I have no doubt about the show. It had, like, uh, a Men in Black, Doctor Who feel. So oh,
0: That's a good way to put it, yeah. That's a definitely good way to put it. Men like, Black this
1: Briero brings him in because they need him to yeah. help investigate these. It's either sci-fi, paranoia, or in this case, time travel.
0: Oh, yeah, and- that's a and he's got a nice shades too just like men in black right yeah sunglasses in there um are you did you notice any surprises in there like any sort of appearances you think that somebody's going to show up in that i mean he does no. mention thor and hamdell so i'm wondering like i think you know,
1: as guardians will show up he'll definitely um show up i did not. question there is that scene where it pans down on the statue of those I guess I don't want to say men, but they are humanoid figures. Like those seem like they'd be important. Do you do you have any idea who those are?
0: I like I said, I didn't I didn't
1: pause and I didn't investigate. Like I'm just like, you, oh, that you mean important.
0: the you mean the three pillar statues where the elevators are going up? Yeah. Those are the timekeepers.
1: Okay. Like are they
0: Yeah. Ah uh, well I don't know too much about that, but I just know that they're the timekeepers. Um, I'll, I'll do some more research and I'll find out more details for you guys. But yeah. all I know is they're just timekeepers of they're outside the realm of time, basically. And they kind of monitor people trying to mess around with the timeline. And, you know, we saw that what Loki did by grabbing the test rack. You know, they're narrating that he screwed up the timeline. Uh, I just want to make sure that people understand that there are multiple timelines. He screwed up his timeline, not all the other timelines. All those branches you see, if anyone's watched the trailer, those are just branches within his specific timeline. There are other timelines from other universes. It didn't affect all those ones. It only affected this one. So, that's why the Time Gate Keepers are calling him to go and fix it, because he's the one that screwed it up by taking the Tesseract out of the equation. Mm -hmm. So, it's gonna be uh, interesting because I wonder if he's gonna show up in specific moments in the Avengers ten year gap. Do you think? I mean, it'd be to... a waste not to. Yeah, exactly. Right. I mean, he's gonna show up at some pivotal moment or something. That would be cool. I wonder if that's gonna. To... <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Like even if just even as in the background, like you know, you see an event happening in the background, he just kind of tippy-toes away around it to do fix something else. Right. Because you don't want he doesn't want to be seen. It might change the course of time, right? Mm-hmm. But um, for as far as I know, he's basically going around and fixing all the other timelines that have different Lokis, and not all Lokis are created equally. There's a female Loki, uh, different type of Lokis. So it, it looks like that's his job is to go and fix all these Lokis that have been sprung out from this timeline which is pretty interesting. It's gonna He's going to be fighting himself pretty much. That's going to be pretty cool. Possib- uh, I know Chris, you're dying to talk about this. <laughs> uh, you've been, there's some character that you're going to mention, but before you mention it, I yeah. know for a fact, Mephesto's in this one. Oh my God. <laughs> he's He is in this one. I am
2: I'm signing off right now. <laughs> Do
1: you know for a fact, or is it just because you saw
2: the like picture
1: of him?
0: Oh, fine. I saw the picture of him and I got excited. No, I'm not saying... That's just like...
1: <laughs> like, that's, that's... They have to put him in this time. Like, you don't just make a picture of him for no reason, right?
0: Okay. Okay, wait. Okay, I don't know for a fact that he's in there, but I saw that picture, okay? so <laughs> That's yeah. good enough for me.
1: That's good enough for me.
0: I'll be looking for him. So, yes, Chris, go ahead and give us your take on this trailer that you got to see.
2: I am super excited for this because how we lost him in Infinity War I was just so sad to see him die
0: I was so sad chicken chicken bone's neck snapped off oh yes
2: (laughs) but uh, from the trailer this is I think it's going to be a good way to end like to give him a backstory to give him that final goodbye from the movie that we didn't really get to see Uh, a couple things that I've seen through the trailer and what I hope to see I hope we do see some Asgardians that we haven't seen yet you know we've all seen Thor uh, but there was a part of the scene that they didn't show who was throwing it or who caused it but this energy field projection was a bright green and I'm like Loki's is more That that was Loki but is it? It yeah, was never that It was never about that bright green before. Exactly. Thank yeah. you, Enchantress. <sighs> that's who I hope somehow makes an appearance because I think she would be a great scene act a scene partner with Loki. Cause those two are just you know, we've seen them together before and as you were saying elvin that you know he's going to be going back to find other loki's and timelines it'd be pretty cool to see the lady loki
0: oh yeah definitely we're going to see for sure
2: <clears throat> that would be Absolutely. awesome for... i also think it's going to yeah. be a pretty funny series of course we're going to get the action but with the god of mischief you know, there's a lot of scenes that they showed us that were quite funny. You know, you stabbed him in the back like 20 times. <laughs> okay, I won't do it again.
0: <laughs> uh, he, he's, a good, he's, he's great for Loki. Like the, When they casted him, Tom Hiddleston, he, he's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, great news, though. They are so happy with the way Season 1 um, wrapped up that they've already signed on for Season 2. Okay. All right. Sweet. Yeah, season two is uh, un, uh, has been approved by uh, Marvel and Disney, and they're going to do season two, and I think they can continue on because why not? Because he's going to be jumping around time, and guess what? If you're jumping around time, you can make so many different episodes. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it could be any, any possibility, right? So I think they're going to go bigger and badder next season where he might jump through some major times, and I mean the possibility of who he can meet in the Marvel universe is infinite. Oh, so good. And what if they crossed in time and went to like Fox's X-Men movies and fix things? <laughs> <We're> like, <laughs> that's a lot right? of fixing. I mean, uh, yeah, that's a lot of, maybe I'm asking too much, but uh, yeah, maybe just, you know, get Hugh Jackman out of that time and bring him into this universe kind of thing. That'd be pretty cool kidnap him <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. and Deadpool.
0: Yes. And Deadpool. <laughs> Although I think Deadpool will just willingly come with them. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. So June 11th, uh, it is going to be dropping on Disney plus, which is, uh, every Friday our episode at a time. I'm excited. I think we're all are excited to see this. Um, you know, it, it's going to be another fun ride for us and it's going to run six episodes. I believe it's six episodes. I'm pretty sure it's six episodes. Uh, unfortunately, it's too short, but you know, there are going to be about what, almost an hour long episodes. Yeah. So uh, it's going to be a fun ride and I'm just happy that they're already signed in for season two. It gives me great hope because whenever I hear that they've been renewed, any show I watch, I know that they, they killed it because Usually they're not going to renew until they hear what people have to say and the critics have to say, and then take the plunge. But because they've already renewed over season two, it tells me that whoever's watched it has been already raving about it. So yeah, good to hear that. I'd love to see that. A uh, little quick uh, side note: I actually met Owen Wilson.
1: He oh, as okay. nice as he seems.
0: Yeah, I, I actually met him in the washroom at a urinal side by side at the airport. Oh, okay, then I'm not going to judge his mood based on that. I, I was just, you know, doing my thing, and then I just, you know, f- finished up, and I just kind of, you know, how you kind of walk out, and you look at the next person, just weird, just look at him, I don't know, I guess, I guess I do that, but I just looked up, and I just see Owen Wilson next to me. Did
2: you make I eye contact remember? while you were peeing?
0: No, I did not make eye contact, <laughs> I didn't even say anything. I went to wash my hands, and I walked out, but this guy did not wash his hands and he walked right out oh. <laughs> yeah owen wilson didn't wash his hands <laughs> celebrities yeah. don't
1: need to they're so, always clean
0: uh loki whatever you do don't shake his hand uh, <laughs> 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 all right okay so i think uh is there anything else you guys want to add before we wrap up loki
1: no i'm excited there is yeah, one thing yeah. though that i just realized is it's the one who okay. took the tesseract in Endgame, right so he didn't have that life experience so he's kind of still just going to be nope. a bad guy
0: oh absolutely yeah
1: yeah okay uh he's learning for for himself again
0: yeah he's he's in it for himself
1: okay that's all now yeah. i just i just realized <laughs> that so
0: yeah he's not the loki that we got to see at the end game where he sacrificed himself because he finally came around and realized that, you know, it's more to, to it than just him yeah. at stake, right? Yeah. That's not the Loki we're getting. We're getting the, mis- the God of Mischief Loki. Mm, okay, right, cool. So we're getting that. Cool, cool. Yeah. <laughs> All right, okay. On to our next topic. It is about uh, this big event coming on April 9th, but before April 9th, they're doing a for Hasbro Pulse members who have paid the yearly $50 fee, whatever it is, to get early access to stuff. Um, a lot of people have you know, criticized Hasbro for just this early access thing where they don't really get early access a lot of times. So they are going to do this for FanFest on Thursday. They're going to allow the Pulse members to have access to maybe some products, and then the next day will be open to everyday customers who don't have the membership. So we'll, we're going to talk about everything FanFest both days we'll talk about. And uh, we'll just go around the table and kind of reflect on you know what we saw from last year's Hasbro Con and uh, this year's Fan Fest and see what things they might do or is it going to be more or less the same? So D, I mean, what do you what are your thoughts on this FanFest? Are you do you have high expectations? Do you are you think they're going to reveal some really cool exclusives or do you think they're going to save this for uh, a con down the road in the summer or something like that?
1: Well, you and chris are the veterans in regards to like um memberships and all that so i'm coming in as someone who's familiar but i've never
0: oh so you don't, don't... have hasbro pulse i thought you had hasbro pulse
1: no i've always okay. just i've always just um because you know how they do the like exclusive like you get first dibs i've always waited till the next day
0: wow you breathe so <laughs> yeah no, that's risky
1: like i for anyone who's a collector, I do not recommend this, especially if it's a set you want, like for example the Hellfire Club. I believe Chris, you had a, a membership for that, right? So you just got yours? Yes. And you pre ordered it and it was fine. So I'm curious what's the difference between I, what I they're gonna release on. You can wait, I don't I don't blame you, because that was your like go to, that was your baby. So <laughs> if you waited and you missed out, yeah, you would have been traumatized. So I understand. But I didn't really, <laughs> I didn't really have a craving for anything, so I just rolled with it. If I got it, I got it. Mine was Lord Draken, so I'm curious if they will have anything appealing to me, worth the membership to get first dibs. So I'm kind of excited to see what they reveal, because if something can make me pay for early access, then I'll gladly do it. But there's also the fan first. I believe is on the ninth, right? Over? so
0: yes. So, so the next day will be open to the everybody. Wow. They're so gonna have why?
1: So there's like two different events.
0: No, it's, it's not an ev- It's not a two day event. It's more of like, so the ninth, which is Friday, it's gonna be the actual event day where they're gonna have for hours planned things. Yeah. Tomorrow the eighth, um, they're gonna basically plan for they're just planning to give like sort of like a VIP kind of access to some things. They call it pre-party. Yeah. Pre-party. Like basically you're going in, getting some appetizers. You're not going to get the main course. You're just going to have some, some champagne and have some, you know, caviar. And then the next day you're going to have your lobster and steak dinner kind of thing. I'm getting really hungry talking about that right now. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But yeah, so it's just a little thing, you know, I, I actually am not happy as a member because Why? the the money that I spent, I know it's fifty bucks, but I've spent fifty bucks to be a, a member, and I find you know since the day I bought it, I've only had access to one early access since mm-hmm. I bought it, you know, and then after that there were Star Wars drops, exclusive drops, that I could not have access to. Because it was available to everybody and it was sold out within a minute.
1: Okay, so, uh, that's
0: bad. And I would what be am I paying? upset like, you. If I'm a member, if I'm paying to be a member, you should make the members first priority no matter what. Right? Don't drop an exclusive and say that I don't have a chance to get it. Because I paid for that. Yeah. When, when they tell you you're going to be an exclusive member then what exclusives am I getting? Two drops all a year. The exclus- <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. Like That's why I think that they're doing this is because they probably heard the noise from a lot of people saying, oh, I'm paying uh, $50 for once-a-year exclusive. Other than that, everybody's fair game. And I hear the other argument from the other side saying, oh, you guys are just you know greedy. You want to have everything. Us people who don't pay can't have access to it. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, make enough inventory, you know, they, they have the data to know how many members they have as pulse members. They have a rough estimate, Mm -hmm. right? So they should make available. If this is a highly sought after, you know, item, they should make a large quantity available, make it one per person. Don't make it multiples, but allow the pulse members to have access to it first. And then, you know, if it sells out great, but give them ample, you know, stock where they have more than uh, 10 seconds to buy something. You know, maybe 15, 20 minutes worth of time or stock where people can will purchase. And then after that, okay, you guys had your chance, you know, a day early. Now, whatever's available, we're going to move it over to tomorrow. And you still have a chance to buy tomorrow, but everybody else also has a chance who's not a member. I'm okay with that, Mm -hmm. right? Which is exactly what they did with the Hasbro Con. They did that. Remember where they allowed the Pulse members to buy first and then the next day everybody was open fair game. Yeah after that it just stopped every yeah. exclusive after that it was just fair game for everybody right and you just left wondering like you know what am i paying this for then once a year thing this is ridiculous why would i pay once a year 50 bucks just to move ahead of the line well
2: right? one thing i did notice uh with last year's is you know i paid the 50 dollars so i can make sure i get the hellfire club so from my understanding what they did is they took a limited amount that they made available for Pulse members, and then whatever was left over was for everyone else. But the yeah. one thing that is kind of crappy, you know, all these people who had to purchase the next date, they still haven't gotten their Hellfire Club, and it was supposed Did to be date? out by March. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. I
0: actually, it's, it's funny you mention that because I talked to one of uh, a friend of a show here, uh, Stranded Customs. Shout out to John. Um, he, I yeah, He was talking to me. Yeah, great guy. Uh, definitely go follow him on Instagram. He's an amazing customizer. Stranded Customs. And so he was talking to me the other day, and he's like, "I haven't got my Hellfire Club," and I'm like, "Pardon me?" I'm like, <laughs> "What?" What do you mean you haven't got it? It's like April now. He's like, "Yeah, I still haven't got it. They haven't even sent me a shipping notification." And I'm just like, "What? this is crazy." <laughs> and I was like, "That's nuts. Like I don't understand what, what the, what's that? Because you know, you guys remember, you know, being in Canada, we have EV Games after that whole Pulse Hasbro uh, Con whatever thing ended. Literally two days later, EB Games had it everywhere for you to go and pick up. That's product. where I got some of my stuff. Yeah, like, it totally Which... negated membership. Like, it totally negated anybody who was a member in Canada. That that was, was kind
1: of ridiculous. Even that though that I benefited from it, like, that that's yeah. kind of like a jerk move on their part.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It was a spit in the face for everybody in Canada who paid FedEx shipping to get here because we don't get free shipping like the Americans do. We have to pay shipping and then you might get hit with a custom charge too because it's coming across the border. Yeah. So you know, it was a spin in the face because they could have just said to people, you know, E B games could have been given a heads up because I as far as I know, even E B games headquarters wasn't even aware of this. You know, Yeah, they, they didn't know out, just, Oh, these yeah. started
1: showing up in our system.
0: Yeah, they started showing up in our system. By the way, you have to go to the store and buy it because you can't do it over the phone. Right? So it was kind of ridiculous that they did that for Canadian residents. I mean, they could have just gave them a heads up so that EB Games could put it in their website and let people know that, hey, if you don't get it at Hasbro uh, Pulse, don't worry about it. We'll have a limited amount in stock in here uh, at our stores. Yeah. And I think that would have been fair for a lot of people because, you know, some of these people are still waiting in Canada for their stuff.
1: And EB got theirs, were... right? Like they've, those have come and gone.
0: Those came a month after yeah, the, so
1: that's weird that you can't get it right from the source on time, but from a secondary retailer, you <laughs> yeah, get. it's crazy. Oh man!
0: And this is why people are mad at Hasbro. And this caviar, you know, appetizer find, you know, showing around tomorrow is maybe some sort of way to schmoo people to renew their fifty fifty dollars because a lot of them are coming to an end. The summer, mm-hmm. maybe this is their way of trying to get you to re up because if I don't see improvements to this thing, I will not re-up because I'm not paying 50 bucks. So once a year I can get ahead of the line. Yeah. But in actuality, I could just buy it from EB Games probably. Right. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's my take on that. Uh, In terms of what do you guys think they're going to be showing tomorrow? Do you think they're going to be some big hitters tomorrow? Or do you think it's going to be kind of subdued and they're going to wait till Friday to show the big guns
1: I think and I hope the Ninja Turtle Power Rangers like maybe prototypes.
0: Oh yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just so I can see
1: like do I want to sign up for this just so I can get a pre-order and then after hearing your stories like maybe I don't want to do that but (laughs) I'm willing to drop money on those.
0: But here's the thing that's scary because you're kind of put in a tough situation where if you see something that you really want, you want to pre-order because you're afraid that if you don't, what if another retailer doesn't carry it? Now you're screwed. Yeah, sold. yeah. So it's just, yeah, it's frustrating because you're put in this corner. Um, sure, you can cancel it. People can say, well, you could can definitely cancel it. But, you know, what if you go to the store and buy it there, but they can't guarantee Because EB Games has canceled people, too where they've pre-ordered something and they just phone them and say, I'm sorry, we don't have enough in stock, so your order is cancelled. So, <laughs> what do you do? Like, like, can you imagine you pre-order on Hasbro and then you find out EB Games has it, so you go there, pre-order there because you want to save a few bucks, go back to Hasbro, cancel it, only to have EB Games phone you down the road and say, by the way, it's cancelled.
2: <laughs> That's why you don't like, cancel you it. You well <laughs> jump
0: off the... You might as well jump off the deep end, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's a new that. frustrating part. <laughs> oh, man. It's just, yeah. It's crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. You think that when you pre-order something, you're guaranteed that. Not anymore. You no. Know?
1: It's just like, nope. we have the right to take your deposit.
0: Yeah.
1: And we'll let you know when we feel like giving it to you. Like, this this sounds ignorant of me, so I apologize. Like, I don't know the ins and outs of working in a factory but NECA in the past has done this really well, where they've made numbers to fit the amount of pre-orders came in, like token Raids are, like you had a certain amount of days to put your pre-order in. They got the pre-order numbers, and then they made the same amount of figures to fit that. And didn't they do that with the Haslab Sentinel?
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. that was a so number, That was a numbered thing. Yeah,
1: it's it's possible to do this you just might have to wait longer because they aren't mass producing these things and sending them to stores but I think that's better than making a set amount over booking pre-orders and then telling a couple thousand people oh yeah sorry your storm shadow is not coming
0: oh don't get me started on that <laughs> <laughs> I had some experiences with that 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 frustrated yeah. me but, but see, just but examples no, uh, like that Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're saying something, Chris? Uh,
2: The only issue with, you know, doing a pre-order and getting all those in and then producing those, you know, NECA isn't widely available like Marvel Legends are. You know, if they only produced what people pre-ordered for, how would they know the numbers that get sent out to store? You know, I get it if they were limited edition figures, but... You know, for big things like the HasLab Sentinel and exclusives, yeah, that's probably the best way to do it. But to do that for every single figure that they well, release, not everything,
1: but like for the people who pre-order the Hellfire Club,
2: oh, like okay.
1: that was marketed as a like Hasbro exclusive, yeah, which ended up going to store anyway. So right. I don't okay. know, like they dropped the ball on that one.
0: Well, I'll give you another example of exclusive that. Everybody got screwed over on, including myself. Is um, the Mandalorian um, exclusive that they had, which was the um, you know the Black Series. Um, I'm gonna pull it up here if I can find it for me here.
1: Is it the one with the child?
0: The, no, it was the ar- armor, the the exclusive they had. So it was basically they had a regular version that was gonna come on the Black Series wave, but they had one that it was available at. For Pulse members and exclusive, it was the the fur on her shoulders and the back was actually oh, yes. furry so instead of plastic. So I bought that because it came with additional accessories as well. And you can only buy it there. So I tried buying it on Hasbro Pulse and it was sold out. I couldn't get it. Mm. So I had to go to a third-party place and buy it. I paid maybe about $10 more than I wanted to, but it wasn't that bad. So I got it. Only to find out that they're sitting in shelves everywhere in Toys R Us. What? A couple months later, they're spotted in Toys R Us. And to this day, you can still find it sitting in Toys R Us. Like, I literally walked into a Toys R Us, and there's maybe at least 15 of them sitting on the shelf. Wow. And cheaper than what I bought it for. But nobody saw it coming. Nobody. When people saw, saw pictures of it in Ontario, people were just like is that a joke because this was sold as an exclusive and a lot of people were bummed because they couldn't get it so it's crazy that this was just thrown into toys Us's inventory and there's a ton of them everywhere every toys R us has them somewhere and it's crazy I, I paid you know this much to get it because they say exclusive but they just seem to just loosely throw that now that doesn't mean anything anymore it's arbitrary Yeah, exactly. variant. And that's frustrating because a lot of people take that to heart. When you say exclusive, they actually cherish that and want to do everything they can to get it and to feel so bummed out when they don't get it. Yeah. You know, it's just, I I don't know why. Why why say exclusive? Say exclusive in the U.S. or exclusive for a limited time. Like, word it in a way where people are going to say, maybe there's an opportunity for me to get it somewhere else later on.
1: Well, that's just marketing. They want them. They know what they're doing. Like, but they I mean, know.
0: They know a Mandalorian is hot. They know Star Wars is hot. They're going to sell this thing. So why even need to add plugs to it? Right? Yeah. If it's something that's, like, you know, not popular, like, for example, let's say to- Toys, uh, I know I'm going to probably get people sending me messages, but let's say a Transformer figure that's not well known, and, and they want to, you know, pump this thing up and put it as an exclusive fine, make it a limited amount because you know there's gonna be a very small market that wants this thing or that specific figure. I mean obviously Optimus Prime everybody wants him, but a smaller character they wanna sell it but not have you know, have it sitting around for months and, you know, make it a small amount, call it exclusive. Once it sells out, it sells out and people are okay with it because it is what it is. But, you know, when you have something as big as Mandalorian T V show drop and you have a figure, a pivotal character in there and you call it exclusive but it really isn't. It's available afterwards everywhere. It frustrates a lot of people. It kind of questions people like saying, why are you playing games with us here and throwing this word around exclusive? It really isn't. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's frustrating to see that. What I'm expecting this tomorrow's event is it's going to be they're going to have a couple of things that you could probably buy. They'll give you a sneak peek of what's to come. Uh, maybe sell some sh- uh, art you know, like it's going to be not as big as I think it's going to be. A lot of people think that they're going to get some special royal treatment with the red carpet rolled out. I don't think it's going to be like that. I think you're going to get some looks of some sneak peeks kind of thing. Maybe box art or something like that. of Maybe some G.I. Joes, some Power Rangers, some, you know, things like that to tease us. It's going to be more of a teaser trailer than the actual trailer. I don't know if that makes sense.
2: That's I bet you anything, if that's all that they're going to do, a lot of people who are going to probably sign up for the premium member, 50 bucks, are going to be very disappointed. Because, you know, when that excitement is created, they're like, oh my God, I can buy it a day before anyone else. We don't know that what we're getting to buy. It could just be, you know, the silly little things to start out with. Maybe they're the uh the five point articulation figures that's going to be available for that day you know and then people are going to be like I spent 50 bucks for what so I can see <laughs> that I can possibly <laughs> buy this tomorrow yeah no
0: remember when they dropped that epic word something <laughs> epic's dropping tomorrow and it was just Grogu doll the Star Wars Grogu <laughs> no. people were like what this is it
1: like, they need to stop doing that. You guys dude. remember that? Like, you when they that? hype That'll themselves up to the point where they're like, anything we say will be praised. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> you still have to try.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I just feel that if people are expecting a whole lot tomorrow, they're probably not going to get that. Yeah. yeah. I, I just, I don't know. Like, because of history, I don't, I don't you know, expect a lot tomorrow. I maybe expect one nice exclusive to be available maybe two max and I think that's it and I think we're not going to get anything else after that we're just going to get a little sneak peek some pictures and then they'll say join us tomorrow for a full fun filled day event with so much more to see (laughs) and yeah and uh, honestly like if you're going to make a big deal about this thing like they are you better bring it on Friday then you yeah. better bring the goods. I want to see a lot of new stuff that's going to come. I don't need it right away. You can show me some stuff that's going to come down in maybe after summer, that's fine with me. But you better bring it because we've been hyping it up. A lot of people on social media have been hyping it up. It better deliver because I think you're going to see a nosedive in premium memberships if they don't have stuff that premium members can buy tomorrow and if they don't have any exclusives that as any Hasbro members or even non-members can go and buy it from their website rather than hunting it and trying to look for exclusives yeah and one thing i would one thing that would seal it for me and make it a great event if they go and say every exclusive we deal we sign with any of these stores those products will be available at our site as well I I think it's an absolute game changer if they do that and say hey listen if we're going to send a G.I. Joe exclusive to Target even though you can only get at Target but you can now get it at our site as well yeah I, I, I think it would be massive like Star Wars Marvel Legend exclusives all available all exclusives available at our store while quantities last why not you know that's showing that you care about your fans uh of these lines because you're saying hey listen yeah. yeah. some yeah. of you might not be able to physically or because we are in a pandemic might be not able to go to these stores to get it we'll make it available with a couple of clicks on our website
1: mm-hmm.
0: what do you guys think that you think that's a great idea or what
1: well they have their online store why not utilize it yeah. like what's keeping them from not cutting out like why why not cut out the middleman or keep the middleman there but also make money for yourself too like yeah, I mean, I, I know they have to sell units, right? But you could still, like, you have you have the resources to do it. So your idea is great, and I can't think of a reason why they haven't been doing it.
0: I mean, I'm sure like Walmart and Target are not gonna have a problem with them selling it from their own store, and 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 then Hasbro going and selling it on their website because Hasbro could say, hey, listen, we're sending it out to you, but we're gonna have a small amount available from our website. I don't see an issue there.
2: I think it's more licensing issues because when you get those Toys R Us Walmart exclusives and especially Walgreens, the license yeah. is only the allowance of that store to have that figure. You know, it it's I mean, just like uh, all this. They better step their game up
1: because some have been yeah. like sucking hard <laughs> when it comes to <laughs> yeah. getting product in.
2: Yeah,
0: very. Wow. GI, G.I. Joe collectors have been like gut punched since day one. You know they can't, they can't get their stuff. They just can't get it. It's ridiculous. Chris is right
1: though. Like it probably is about licensing and exclusive rights and territory rights, but they've been squandering this opportunity okay, they've well, been given.
0: Okay, let me give you another example then. Oh, let me give you another thought to ponder on. What if they send these figures out to, let's say, Target? They've sold out targets all done now can they not bring it back alive on their site because they've already met their you know deal with target you know they've met their quota they've agreed to their terms they're done with it can Hasbro not go hey by the way uh, guys we know that it's sold out everywhere target and it's discontinued by target they're no longer buying any more from us let's go put some up on our site now that gives some of the fans a chance to get it because it's gone now from the stores. Mm-hmm. Maybe, I don't know. Do you think uh, time, time exclusive?
1: That's a good question.
0: Like, I'm a big big proponent. like, you know, I would love to, like, you know, get time exclusives. I think, you know, one of the guys that does that, Todd McFarlane does that. He has time exclusives. You know, he allows Walmart to have the figures for about a month or so ahead of everybody else and then after that it's fair game you know i gotta respect that as much as i'm not a huge fan of mcfarlane figures i have to respect that because that's a that's a tr- great idea mm-hmm. you know f- fulfill your obligations with your you know you know retailer that agreed to, to you know licensing with you and then say hey you get a month and a half to sell the stuff which is plenty of time after that we're gonna open up the doors for everybody else to buy it that's well, the way wow. i think it should happen
1: i mean yeah that's a great idea um i was curious as well now that you said that do you remember like i don't want to jump topics between toy companies <laughs> but it's kind of ine- inevitable so NECA had their maybe it was a san diego comic con green lantern and alien tupac and batman and alien tupac and predator like they had these hardcore like hard to find everyone wanted them there oh, and then yes. they showed up at walmart yeah,
0: yeah. they showed
1: up at walmart in the states for 20 bucks I can't go on eBay and find one cheaper than 300 bucks right now because I'm in Canada. But these exclusives were just like, Oh, we don't know what to do with these. Let's just dump them in Walmarts in the US. So that takes me back to what is exclusive these days? Like what, what does the licensing lines get drawn up? Like what are these, like, I guess every contract's different, right? But I've seen so-called quote unquote exclusives showing up in one store. And then I go to a discount store, and there's just piles
0: of them in there. So, <laughs> what doesn't get yeah, sold? The, yeah, the, like, like we talked earlier, the word "exclusive" just doesn't mean much nowadays. Yeah, it just it's a just a marketing term they use now to pull people into buy quickly, mm-hmm. to maybe to get that hype going, or you know, like to maybe show the figures to retailers, say, hey, look, this is selling quite a bit with us. Maybe you want this in your store so we can send you 10,000 of these units into your store. Because look at our site, there's a massive peak in sales for this figure. Maybe they're using that as a way to lure retailers to buy their inventory. Uh, I mean, I talked to one online retailer uh, who's a successful retailer in Canada, and he told me that Hasbro's all over the place. They're all over the place. They do things. You know, in just random ways. They have no, you know, set amounts. They have no set quotas. They just do whatever they feel like doing. As long as they appease their retailers, they don't care. Uh, they really don't. It's very, very few people in Hasbro actually care to make sure the fans get their figures. Mm-hmm. So he's like, yeah, because he's an online retailer and he's like, it's just so weird because one day I would get a call from Hasbro you get two boxes no problem they send it over right away the next day it's like entirely different you know conversation they're like nope this is for this retailer we'll send it to you when we can and whether it shows up six months later or not it's just so random and it's so frustrating for them yeah. you know trying to deal with Hasbro the because they don't know they just don't know all
2: so, right and that was yeah. a surprise fourth topic for everyone still tuned in <laughs> <laughs> i love when we always talk it we can go on and on it's amazing yeah, i just yeah. noticed that
1: <laughs> i look at the time step but when you get us going you just can't stop us you get passionate. yeah
0: it's, it's fun to talk about this stuff because you know it is important that we do mention this to anybody who's listening mm-hmm. the world of collecting it's evolving it's changing and it's getting i would say in my opinion difficult to collect yeah. you know it's it's not what it was 10 years ago not what it was 20 years ago it's changed dramatically and I think it's ruining it for a lot of people who want to collect and you know it's I I do give credit to NECA though like you know you touched on NECA they are the one of the few companies that actually do care to make sure they get figures into the hands of collectors whether it is to re put up sales on their own personal site to allow people if something sold out so quickly they allow people to have a second chance you know they mass-produce as much as they can into retail so that you have a chance to get these things and uh, so that I appreciate that from NECA right uh, like I said with Todd McFarlane I'm not a huge fan of them but he makes sure that you can get what you want he pumps it out there not a lot of it it is collecting dust but like I've never had any issues with any Todd McFarlane figures ever Right, even good ones. There are some gems in the in the pile of you know whatever he has calls figures. There are a couple of things that are you know, are good figures, and I never had any issues. I always find them. So, I yeah I I don't understand. It's, Actually, that's a very good uh, point.
1: I was trying to scratch. I was trying to think of like what haven't I found, the ones I wanted. I got. Huh, makes you think. How hard is it?
0: Chris, have you had any difficulties? Aside from Hasbro, have you had any difficulties from other lines?
2: Uh, Shipping, like, getting a hold of a figure?
0: Yeah, like, you know, have you, you know, from NECA or say something like um, Mattel or anybody that you collect with, did you ever have any issues finding a figure?
2: Uh, honestly, the only time I've ever had an issue with ordering figures is through Amazon. You know, it's... Ugh. I had an issue with them because they say they're going to have a bunch of stock. Like I remember pre-ordering an entire wave and then it just got canceled. And then we got it back in stock. And it's just like, can you make up your mind? You know, can you (laughs) figure out what you're getting in and what's going to be available? But uh, usually I've never had an issue with, Getting figures, I've tried to cut back a lot on what I purchase for my collection because I don't want to, I don't want it to get too big. But yeah, me too. I feel the same way. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, yeah, it's you know trying to be selective, and you know I like to support um, local BC shops. You know I do go to toy traders and. I mean, Uh, Metropolis Comics in uh, Burnaby—they're amazing there, and you know I do head up EB Games because you know I've made a good connection at a couple of the stores, and they always tend to let me know when something's coming out that I didn't even know was being released. So
0: I haven't had too many
2: bad experiences.
0: Yeah, it's uh, I find the Canadian collectors have it a little bit better sometimes compared to our american counterparts where you know places like california and new york it's a lot harder to collect because there are so many collectors vying for so little mm-hmm. so it's yeah. uh, i mean i've got some friends in california and uh yeah collecting is very difficult in california there are so many people out there trying to get these figures especially hot items you know a lot of them are scalpers or they want to go flip it on ebay or something like that but yeah, I mean, let's see what uh, FanFest has in store for us tomorrow, mm-hmm. which is April the 8th and um, April 9th when it opened, the doors open up for everybody. Let's see. We're going to definitely recap both days on our next podcast. So we'll definitely recap that. But we're also going to be dropping our Friday night Falcon and Winter Soldier podcast. So make sure you guys you know keep, keep track of that. It's going to be fun. We're going to have a good time watching that and then talking about it, spoiler filled. So make sure you guys are watching, you know, just like us and be ready to listen to the podcast. Um, with that being said, uh, make sure that you guys follow us on Instagram and Twitter and our Facebook at AstonishingNR. Uh, make sure that you guys are checking out and, you know, liking and subscribing to our YouTube channel. We got a ton of stuff that we're, you know, doing. We did a, just a. Leading up to this event, we did three videos in a row, back to back to back. Uh, top 10 Marvel Legends speculation, top 10 uh, Star Wars, and top 10 GI Joe. So definitely go check those out before you see the fan fest and see if we hit some of those, uh, you know, predictions and speculations. But uh, yeah, so you know, wherever you are in the world and the universe, have yourself a good morning, a good day and a good night. Bye-bye. Bye, Bye,
2: guys. Have a good night.
0: Yippee-ki-yay.
2: Bye.